a long time ago on a comics page far, far away. Greetings and welcome to May the Panel Be With You, the Star Wars comic book show brought to you by the Punch-Up Entertainment Network. I'm your humble host, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, the barely seen dirt in my layers and layers of industrial overuse, it's John Campbell. Hello, everybody. Oh, yes, Gargoni, this week it's the most epic tale of Star Wars you've ever seen. No, actually, it's a total uh, placeholder issue where absolutely nothing happens. Well, look, we've got to do something with our female lead before we go back to Tatooine next week. Well, yes, and we're all just waiting. Every every time they're not on Tatooine, I'm going, when are they going to get back to Tatooine? Um, (laughs) Tatooine is the poochie of Star Wars, confirmed. (laughs) All other characters are saying, what's Tatooine doing? Um, No, yes, this week, as we were promised last week, it's a princess alone. That's right, it's a Princess Leia Solo adventure, not Han Solo though. No, no, Leia on her Don't own. Don't get it twisted. No, no, no. God forbid that would sell comics. Um, yeah, no. But this, uh, I mean, look, I love the idea behind this comic of like, okay, the boys have had their fun. Let's have Leia get her own adventure on. But you know, it'd be great if she did something that mattered at all. Yeah, strap in for like nineteen pages of Leia running away from stuff. Um, <laughs> I want this is something I want to as we go through this, which we will, of course. Uh, like, what does she accomplish? And is she kind of bad at being a rebel? Like, her okay. plan is pretty terrible. We'll get into this as we start to yeah. cover it, and we'll meet her dum dum dugan and go from there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, let's start with this cover because we are, of course, covering Star Wars number 30 from Marvel Comics Group. Uh, This particular issue was published in December of 1979. Oh, man. It's almost the start of a new decade. Almost the start of a new decade. And you can feel it, right? It's coming. The 80s are coming. The 80s are coming. What's that? What's that in the distance? Is that the faint sounds of a synth? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and some uh, pastel shirts um, but, but we have mostly the same creative team as before We've got Archie Goodwin on writing Carmen Infantino on pencils We've got Gene Day uh, back on inks yes. Patrick Goldberg on colors And Joe Rosen on letters mm-hmm. With a roaming shooter <laughs> with I, I, I feel like Is he just a given at this point? I think it will be more of an event When he is off this book yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I don't know if he outlives this book or not in terms of his role as editor-in-chief. When is he oh. ousted from Marvel? It's like late 80s, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel I feel like he might make it all the way through this. Okay. Um, so just <laughs> know that Jim Shooter is a given. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a certain Shooter vibe to this whole thing. Sure, uh, sure, sure. But yeah, yeah let's, st- let's start with the cover here because it is, in fact, a princess alone and apparently trapped in an Imperial stronghold. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they're not telling us here is that she is absolutely trapped of her own making. Yeah, um, this is. And also, I love the modified um, outfit she has on. Like, it looks like her one for the first movie, but it's more form fitting. And also, check out those guns on Leia. And I'm not talking about the blaster in her hand. Look at the <laughs> defined arm muscle on her. 
You know what this reminds me of? This is Padme's look from Attack of the Clones at the end of the movie. Oh, it very much is. You're right. right? Yeah. Obviously, this comes out way before that, but... Yeah. Form-fitting white on an action heroine isn't exactly a new thing. This is one of the problems. And I was just talking with a friend of the show, Brendan Jones, about this. I was saying we're doing Infantino art. And I said, as much as I love Infantino... And he immediately goes... I love that apparently we're not the first to notice. He goes, yeah, but kind of drew the same thing. I was like, yeah, exactly. That was sort of his... Because look at this. This is a man's body. That he has like accentuated certain parts to make it more of a woman, but he's clearly just drawing sort of stock male body. He knows how to draw like five or six body types. Yeah. And depending on the pose, it will lean more towards a certain yeah. body type. So in any sort of action pose, yeah. it tends to uh, become male by default. At right, because... Male presenting. Yes, exactly. I mean, traditionally male, sort of the, the broad shoulders and the, yeah. the, the thicker arms and legs. Uh, you know, because we, even like a jacked woman generally has... A different. There's still like a different cut to the body, even if even if it has muscles on it. Well, and it's I just, wouldn't necessarily be like you can have a woman that looks like this. That's fine. It's just yeah. that that's not what his Princess Leia has looked like up until no. this point. No, not <laughs> at all. Nor does it go with once again. Not that you need direct likeness, but like also looking like Carrie Fisher at least in passing would be a good idea. Well, okay, and we've complained often in the past about how his faces can kind of all look the same. So what if we had an issue where literally the only thing we see on most of the characters is just their face? Do you think that's going to get confusing at all? I think that might (laughs) have a problem. Also, these are some dumb looking stormtroopers. Yeah, he does this thing where he doesn't give them a neck, and I've always found it strange. It's so clearly defined, that black neck piece, like that turtleneck that's part of the stormtrooper uniform, that I think it's interesting that he just puts that helmet right on top of the shoulders there. Really and makes it into a bucket. There's an active chase happening behind this stormtrooper in the foreground. He's just like, huh? What? <laughs> well, look, there's some dumb stormtroopers in this issue, and we'll get to those as well. But I like, that the, I like this little curl of smoke to add like a little bit of... Ooh, depth of focus. <laughs> There's stuff going on around here. There's things happening. General the computer, stuff. The computer from the 1960s Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn movie, The Desk Set, is guest starring in this cover. Oh, um, good for it. I'm glad it's getting more work. Yeah, there's a reference for four people. Um, and actually, if you are if you if you are one of our patrons and listen to our Vincent Price podcast, you will know that that computer actually did get more work in the Fly films because they literally did just put that computer board in those movies. So, um, See, I thought it was the computer board from uh, This Island Earth. Oh, man, yeah. No, they're, they're cousins. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought they needed an, an interocitor to make this thing work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's open this up and and find out why our princess is alone. And the answer, I don't actually know why she's doing what she's doing entirely. Okay, so last issue, we yes. were informed by uh, the uh, continually less gray General Dodon. Yeah, he's that... aging backwards. He's got that Benjamin Button syndrome. <laughs> uh, good for him. Um, um, <laughs> buttonitis. So he sent 
Princess Leia away on a mission that yeah. was important because she was one of the most famous members of the rebellion and they needed a symbol to go yeah. to where she's going. That is what we that, know going into this issue. Argument to Luke. Luke is like, why would you send away someone so important? He goes, no, this is where we need her celebrity uh, on this thing. Okay. And now just keep that in mind as we yeah. go forward in this issue. <laughs> that might be a horrible idea. Um, Slash completely happen. irrelevant. Yep. Uh, so we open up on the Battlestar Galactic. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, this is the Pegasus, clearly. Come on, John. <laughs> A very not Star Wars looking ship is, is what the point is. Um, and they are, they are heading towards Metalorn. Metalorn. Metalorn sounds like the name of a world you'd have, like, have as a caption in heavy metal like yeah. 2099 AD. A hundred percent. Yeah. Metalone. Judge Dread on Metalone. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. It, it does. It does feel like that. And this is a refinery planet, basically. An Imperial factory planet. What we know about this place is that it's like heavily industrialized to the yeah. point that like you can't even see the surface of the planet on chunks. And this is something that we dealt with this in the last issue where we had the planet that had been drilled to the point of, like, corrupting all the waters. They're running this thing, which I do like, and something that continues in Star Wars and is done better than in this comic, is this idea that, yes, as the Empire spreads out, it's just ripping places apart for their resources. And they talk about how, like, Metalorn is just the latest planet that they're just going to refine and you know, rip of resources until there's just nothing. And then they'll just move on to the next planet and kill it. Right. And that would be more impressive if the world we were seeing from space didn't just look like the moon. <laughs> yeah, I will say they come up with these ideas. And this is where I put it more on Infantino than Goodwin. Because Goodwin will write these interesting ideas. And then Infantino goes, oh, same design as always. Got it. <laughs> Like the yeah. world, of, one of the one of the biggest appeals of Star Wars as a franchise is all the locales and characters and and everything feels so real and lived in and such depth to it. And Infantino's just like space planet, but also like okay, <sighs> to the defense of Carmine Infantino. What? <laughs> That's I the know. first time that's ever been said on this show. No, <laughs> of course Infantino. Obviously, he, these are his later years. These are his later years, but also, like, if you're drawing planets from mm -hmm. space, as yeah. opposed to, like, in Star Wars, where it's like, well, that's the ice planet, that's the desert planet, that's right. the fire planet, yeah. and that's the city planet. And you can tell, and they all have a distinct, like, yeah. planetary silhouette to them. Mm -hmm. It's completely unrealistic if they're a habitable world. Of course. <laughs> of course, but it's a space fantasy. It's the sure. great I believe it's the greatest space fantasy, according to the uh, according so, to this comic. Yeah, so says, I just who are we to argue? That's not us saying that. That's the comic saying that. But I do uh, like. Yeah, it is just Earth's moon with smoke coming off of it. Is what Metalorn is. Yeah, uh, but but let's let's push into what's <laughs> actually going on here. Yeah. In our uh, our first uh, double page spread I here, I have to, to widen our screen on YouTube so you can see the whole dang page. Um, here's what we were talking about though in, in his Princess Leia is he puts her in this does look a lot like Padme's outfit once again, as you bring right. that up. 
Um, but uh, once he puts this little skull cap and goggles on her, I have no idea who this is. If they don't tell me, it's Leia. He's the the model now. The hair really was doing a lot of heavy lifting for this reading as Princess Leia. Well, and especially when we see this bottom panel on the surface of Metalorn, where everybody fucking looks like that. No, are you kidding me? Like also. Uh, look at that waist cincher in the second panel there. Good lord. Oh, yeah. She's getting squeezed like a old bottle of ketchup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So along the top here, we kind of get an idea of what exactly is happening. What yeah. the, the, the so-called plan is here. Mm-hmm. Because we have Princess Leia in her uh, Padme goes to Ilum from Getty Tarakovsky's Clone Wars series outfit. Yep, yeah, um, yeah. And she is talking with Dum Dum Dugan. I mean, whoever this guy is, the captain. Good lord, yeah. I like <laughs> Dum Dum. People get more work. Dum Dum getting another job is really nice to see. See, I always prefer my Dum Dum Dugans when he's chasing Godzilla in a trench coat. So, that's well, that's still one of the greatest moments in the history of comics. It really is. I'm so excited. They, I'm not. They announced a big hardcover omnibus of the Marvel yeah. Godzilla coming out next year. I'm very excited for that. Those are some very silly comments. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, 100%. I'm just wearing this trap, just a man in a trench coat. That's uh, not a man. That's Godzilla. And this one of my favorites is the, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Does he try a fake, like, where? Uh, <laughs> no, if I'm remembering that book correctly, Godzilla is still Godzilla, and it's some, like, Rick Jones-ass kid who's put him in a trench coat to try to hide the fact, because he thinks Godzilla is his friend. Well, they all, everybody always thinks Godzilla's their friend. That's so <laughs> Sometimes he is. Uh, so, I mean, look, depends on the era. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, the, she's going to sneak onto this planet where everybody is dressed like this. And yeah. I love that this guy, talk about being an actual dum-dum. He's like, Lee, I just fly the ship. I don't think about tactics or missions and <laughs> nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, specifically he says, it's not look much like being a senator or a member of a royal house of Alderaan, but I guess that's not my department either. I just <laughs> push the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like, but also he's kind of the one who's right going like, I don't think this plan's very good. Now, look, I may just be a work a day rebel pilot, but uh, this seems dumb. <laughs> so I think the implied plan here is that Leia is to infiltrate the workers of this uh, factory planet. We never yeah. really get an idea of what they actually <laughs> do here. Factory work. <laughs> They're factoring. <laughs> factory, factory, factory. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're introduced no. to a classic dystopian child scenario where a child yeah. is broken away uh, from the shift uh, assemblage and goes, look, mommy, dirt. I've only heard legend of this. I do love the idea that it's like they have... Uh, industrialize this planet except for this one small patch of dirt, basically. This child is uh, Tammy, we will find out, is her name. Yes. Tammy with uh, an eye. So yeah, all these people dressed in white with the goggles, uh, mm-hmm. so Infantino has to literally only draw two different uh, body types. and We call that only Carmine's dream. Uh, only one uh, face. Entire issue. Great. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) 
the only one who is even like uh, modestly different is this small child Tammy. And that's really just a like size thing. Even the proportions, like yeah. a lot of comic book children, yeah. look like a tiny grown up, not a child. By the way, when we let's turn the page and when we go to like close-ups on this kid, this kid is a, a total extra from uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, just not without the green. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would also be like, uh, like a, one of the the frogmen from Johnny Quest is oh, the vibe yeah. I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. Man, Infantino's work does have a lot of Johnny Quest to it. I'm now realizing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um. By the way, if, if anyone, if you can get your hands on those '80s Johnny Quest comics from Comic Call, pretty good. Okay. And uh, uh, <laughs> I might that might be one of the few back issue things I do collect. Um. So yeah, so, yeah. The, the, she's like, look, dirt. <laughs> I can plant things, and her mom yeah. is like, we are under a totalitarian regime, honey. <laughs> she has this line here in this top right panel. It's. It's only until next week, then when my work shift is over, we'll have a whole day together. I know. Yeah. Next week when my work shift is over. And yeah. then pretty quickly a stormtrooper is like, and we can cancel that shit anytime we want, baby. Yeah. Uh, but we also get Keep a little playing. bit of backstory about Metalorn. Uh, nothing can grow on Metalorn. It's a factory planet. What does the factory make? Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Stuff for war, I guess. I guess, yeah. That's because it's Star Wars. You know how, why it's called the military-industrial complex? It's because of all the factories. There are so many factories. Oh, <laughs> oh, all these damn factories. We don't but even this... know what half these factories do. They just make sparks and crates and then for the action spark... heroes to slam into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a sparks factory from the end of an action shelf movie. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know... <laughs> This stormtrooper kicks the dirt and makes Tammy cry. That's yeah. Get for having hope. Because Tammy's supposed to be in school at the learning center. And yeah. uh, so the stormtrooper's like, return to your instruction unit. Yeah. Or what is surely I mean, like, I'm sure is like classic, you know, dystopian sci-fi propaganda, you know, brainwashing. Sure. Yep. These are the Vader youth. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> uh, traditionally, Vader and the youth don't get along super well. Why, did something happen? Oh. <laughs> Vader. Vader loves kids. Uh, yeah, they're so low to the ground and easy to kill. <laughs> yeah, man, if we were a better show, I would just insert that Anakin igniting the lightsaber clip right here. Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What uh, should we do? See, Vader loved kids. I've never watched the end of the scene, but I'm assuming you saved it. <laughs> <laughs> but he does say, if you want to grow shit, why don't you go to an agri planet? We have those. So apparently there are factory planets and then there are agri planets for the Empire. Yeah. Look, some places make spark factories. Some places just grow beans. That's just yep. how we do. That's all we eat in the Empire, by the way. It's beans. What do you think was in that can that Han threw on the ground a couple of issues ago? That's right. We forgot he was, he was eating out of a cartoon hobo bean can. Um, <laughs> well, let's go to the next page and meet our friend uh, Baron Tag in what must be the windiest office ever based on the way <laughs> his cape is billowing. Now, okay. This is my question, Sean. 
does he starch his cape to <laughs> such a degree that it always looks like it's billowing behind him? Or are I, they in a wind tunnel? <laughs> I love that idea where it's like, it'll be more regal if it's always blowing behind me. I think, I, can, can it be a little of both? I think he bring. I think he does starch the cape, but I think he makes sure that there's a little extra wind coming his way. God, he is just <laughs> Mr. Sinister, but in Star he Wars. He so is, he so is. <laughs> Claremont's like, um, <laughs> yeah, Chris Claremont's gonna sue somebody yeah. working uh, for the same company as him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I do love this guy who he's meeting with, and just what a '70s bad guy he is. I will say this: give this comic all the crap you want; it mm-hmm. has been replete with smarmy imperial jackholes, oh. and I really love it for that. I love all that stuff too because I actually do like Baron Tag, and later we'll get to. Uh, Baron Tag's brother as well, which I enjoy. Uh, and uh, but this is Governor Corwith. Yeah, uh, Corwith is a good smarmy, mustachioed villain name. They have totally redesigned the Imperial uniforms, right? Because these like green get up. I mean, okay, they're not redesigned. They've just been like inconsistently colored. Yeah, we've, I would. We've say gone that. back and forth between like the black and the gray, like more Nazi esque stuff, right? To these like more green kind of. They remind me of uh, like uh, Imperial English, like uh, Colonial Marine, like uniforms from the yeah. century. Well, th- I, th- th- this is definitely an era when it's like you got to make it a comic book, right? So you got to you got to yeah. up the color. We can't have gray uniforms in this. That's that's boring. We got to make it pop. Also. Like, there's enough blacks on these page that it would actually be pr- pretty damaging to have these well, characters' uniforms also be black. For, especially, I mean, when the time when you're literally coloring by hand, now we can get in all kinds of gradings of black sure, and stuff, sure. digital. And that's why modern Star Wars comics have a lot more detail and shading to them and stuff like that. But, oh man, yeah. So, uh, Governor Tag is here, or, uh, sorry, Baron Tag is here and he's meeting with the governor. Um, and, uh, he's just like, Hey man, I already had one of these plans go awry. That's not going to happen again. So what is he doing here? Well, (laughs) (laughs) it just seems like this is like, Oh, and oops, the bad guy is here. He, he says something. He has this one off line that he's like, well, I screwed up, so now I have to go around and check all the stuff. Also, I want to talk about, uh, where his glasses are sitting, on his ear in the second panel, because they appear to be slicing into his ear. Well, okay. In the, <laughs> They're not glasses anymore. Now it's a headband. They were glasses previously. Yes, yes. Now it goes all the way around his head, though. Well, because they kept falling off, so he's like, I gotta get something off. Got a sports band for him. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I don't think they're slicing into his ear because if you look at the bottom left panel, they're kind of like tucked back behind his ear. It's just in that top right panel, it's really like weirdly. Well, he's just drawn it to yeah. He wants the ear to be coming up over it, but there's not enough ear to like it's cutting into where the ear attaches to his head. Or maybe there's like a, a little cutout in the headband so it can like. Slip oh, into there the you ear. go. There you go. Maybe. Maybe like the little the little bulge in uh, Cyclops's visor that's where his right. hair would be. Yeah, and uh, l- let us not forget Baron Tag. Uh, for those who may have forgotten yeah, oh, this yeah. illustrious villain, how could you uh, forget <laughs> the most memorable of villains? No, uh, is 
a relative. We're not exactly sure his precise familial relation with uh, General Tag, uh, right. last seen aboard the Death Star. We've got to get a Tag family tree in this book. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I mean, well, we have one in current Star Wars canon. I uh, don't know where he sits in on any of this. But anyway, <laughs> he was personally I, blinded by yeah. Darth Vader's lightsaber yeah. Yeah. in a a event that's still a little mysterious. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not that mysterious. Obviously, he pissed off Vader enough yeah, to sure. fucking blind him. He, and he could have been just standing in the wrong hallway for all we yeah. know. <laughs> I'm not uh, getting out. Yeah, that's my hallway, pal. But uh, he has recovered his sight thanks to the help of these wacky goggle glasses, which he calls his cyber vision. Cyber vision, which is a very 70s Marvel idea. Cyber vision. Uh, so, and yeah, basically, so the governor here, and so he's been, he claims he's been tasked to be like, well, I'm making sure the rebels aren't, you know, mucking up the gears anywhere else is essentially what he's saying, which yes, is very lazy reasoning that he's here when Leia's here. And of course, this guy being a standard dumb Star Wars, like bureaucrat guy is like, there's no rebellion here. Nope. Not even a rumor, he says. Come on. In fact, I will I will personally stake my entire reputation on the fact that there is not a shred of rebellion on this planet. What's that? The most famous rebel ever is on our planet? Huh. Yeah, it's just like, dude, stop talking. I mean, literally, his sentence gets cut off when he says, since your excellent system also monitors those. So in our regiment, society, it is almost impossible to, sir, we have a condition read at post 994203. Turn off a bitch. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then uh, I do, I do like... Uh, 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 Tag's line about someone seems to have done the difficult car with the impossible may not be far behind. Mm. Though we do find out that the systems they have in place to like monitor for illegal weapons and stuff is a tag invented system. So yeah. like, further like implies just how deeply entrenched the empire and the house of tag are together, which I do really like. That is one of the things that I like the idea of, and I've talked about it before, like the idea of the, the war profiteers, the, the, the sort of uh, bourgeois family that is profiting off all the stuff. And, you know, everything is like made by the tag corporation or whatever. You know? Right. It'd be like if we had like a, a Jonathan R. Raytheon wandering right, around. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I like that idea. I do like that idea as Star Wars, and and as we've talked about, there are things that deal with ta- the fan, the the House of Tag better than this does. Right. Um, but uh, yes, I was about uh, to say, there's some. Uh, it's getting a real a little steamy with the House of Tag over in the Doctor Afra book these days. I'm just saying, Ooh, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, a stormtrooper's dead. That shouldn't be anything new, though. Really, I mean, this, this guy could have <laughs> could have taken a wrong turn and ended up dead for all I know. Um, if Princess Leia is loose in a facility, we know two things are going to happen. One, yeah. everything's going to blow up by the end, and two, she's going to be murking folks left and right. Well, I do like though this. This gets into okay, what is the plan here? Because her whole plan is she's going to get in here. She's in disguise, right? And then immediately loses the disguise by taking her hood say, off. That's the thing I like is like this guy <laughs> asked her one question and she shot him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's that classic like 
D&D plan meme. It's like, okay, we have this elaborate plan to get into the uh, evil castle. What do we do? Well, we walk up to the front door. The guard asks you, what are you doing here? Oh, I start slitting throats. Yeah, it's the I start slitting throats. Exactly is what it is. It's like, excuse me, ma'am. Why are you? Oh, no. God damn it. He was just, uh, like, he was a lone female coming from the docking area for routine questioning. And she just fucking murdered him. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know that Leia's a good spy <laughs> at all. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we go to the next page. Also, and... we didn't talk about, sorry, we didn't talk about how she killed him. She used adhesive spray from a first aid pack to clog the ventilation system of our man's armor. She, she suffocated Brutal. him to death. Yeah, this is Brutal. a really gruesome way to kill somebody. Because <laughs> yeah. basically she like, so why didn't he just take his helmet off? That's what I thought, too. I thought, I, no, she also glued the helmet down onto him. Oh, that would be, like, horrible. She just, like, sprayed of... super glue on his head and, like, it sealed his mask shut oh, and God. onto his shoulders. Yeah, she took some time with him, man. She seemed to really want this man to suffer. <laughs> she stood there and watched as he, like, grasped yeah. at his throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I did think about, too, is, like, so she, conceivably she did this and then ran off while he took a while to die she didn't just shoot him no and i mean she stole his gun so she could have yeah <laughs> nope she let him suffer uh, is you know, a monster i mean <laughs> like well shit none of honor luke's not doing that shit jesus mm-hmm. lay is not playing around so yes she is now uh running away uh, uh but, but they're tracking her they've got some kind of fix on her weapon signal which I do love that later it really makes me laugh that they never considered she might just drop the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. So, uh, uh, oh, okay. So we go to the next page and this, this is an interesting, uh, you know, wrinkle of the star Wars universe. Uh, Leia, this is Leia Nathabo. She says those sleep and printing sessions on the journey here seem to have worked. I have enough information about Metalorn to keep one step ahead of the pursuit. So you can implant information in yourself during sleep? Why is this here, John? <laughs> it, is, is so- it is such a, like, we're going to answer this before you even ask the question. This is why Leia knows her way around. Even though a, anyone, I would have just been like, well, she just studied the map or whatever. They had intel. Mm-hmm. Rebellion has spies. Their spies gave them intel. The whole yeah. reason they're here is because... They presumably know something about what could, uh, something about Metalorn that can give the rebellion an advantage in some way. Yep. The whole reason they're here. So why would the <clears throat> inventing a cockamamie sci-fi reason for Leia <laughs> yeah. not having to read a dossier is yep. so out of the way to what Star Wars? Okay, yep. again, we have to double back on, like, what Star Wars I, is, yes, is a single movie right now. Of course, of course. Um, and don't you, you don't remember those sleep imprinting scenes in that movie? <laughs> okay. If the Empire had, like, a weird sleep imprint machine to try to, like, oh, indoctrinate people, yeah. 100%. Fine. Well, because there's, I mean, later we get into stuff like, are the stormtroopers brainwashed and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like there's all kinds of conditioning and like, I mean, once again, in that very Nazi way, they're doing like weird shit to make their plans happen. There was that like evil machine in Andor that was literally just like subjecting people to children's screaming for oh, 12 hours. God. Oh my God. One of the darkest things in any yeah. thing. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. But it is just like, and just the toss off of like, oh, thank God I used the sleep and printing machine. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is yeah. just one panel on this page. Yeah. And a page that consists of Leia shooting somebody in the face. I really yep. don't want to skip over this. She, she sends this guy flying back. A, a phrase we oft use is she murders the bejesus out of him. Thanks again to our pal Dan Scotty for that one. But yes, she bedows him good, man. Look to at the that. Point where you see like bits of his faceplate coming off. I <laughs> love that. That's my favorite touch in this. Yeah, right? Armor uh, is breaking off of him. She has mm -hmm. killed him so hard. And literally all he's doing is like, halt, this is not an authorized passageway. Get over here before, wait, she has a gun. Shoots Fire him in the now. face. <laughs> and then, of course, that draws the attention of other people who are vizacking her. Although, maybe the single worst shooting stance in the history of comics coming from this stormtrooper up above who's like, eh, kapow, kapow, I want to shoot yeah. you. A limp-wristed, uh, one-handed uh, laser blast. Great. That's great. It it reminds me of the like what the animation looks like in like old Hanna Barbera stuff or yeah. uh, like C Lab twenty twenty or like um, well, all, all roads lead back to Johnny Quest. Um, I was gonna say Johnny Quest again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's Hanna Barbera. That's in that era and stuff like that. But yes, mm -hmm. it reminds me of uh, and back to Vincent on the Vincent. This is anytime they give Vincent Price a firearm in a movie, it kind of looks like this. Where you're like, that guy doesn't look good with a gun. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Leia has some dialogue to herself being like, oh, the more people I kill, the more attention I draw. Yeah, good <laughs> thinking, Leia. Once again, her tactical mind, you know, it's just incredible. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And just what I just what I feared. This is what I thought would happen. If I start shooting, they might shoot back. Interesting, interesting. Very quickly in this bottom right panel, though, oh. her gun is firing. At nothing? Yeah, she's fatum fatum. Yeah, she and she's she's running the. She goes, here comes the bunch that was already following me. While I wanted to go forward, and then she's just firing. At yeah, but nothing. Even, yeah, I guess on the next page we see that she is shooting at. What I don't is know she's shooting at? at. I don't know. There's no one there, and none of it seems to matter. Like it doesn't seem. Just, she's not like shooting a hole in a wall because she's going to fall into. This, uh, what is this? It's the ore conveyors, the guy says. Yeah, so it's like and dirt and rocks and stuff. Oh, no, that's the guy next to him that's shooting. But he's also not shooting anywhere near Leia. Yeah, it seems like they're just, like, adding obligatory laser blasts out of the guns, regardless of what's <laughs> actually right. happening also in the scene. on that bottom panel, what is Leia shooting at? She's not shooting I... at them. She's shooting at the wall. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a Jim Shooter note. More lasers. Also, the, the guy pointing isn't yeah. the guy shooting because there's too many hands no, guy, in the bottom yeah, of that no, page. That's, That's a guy next to him who is shooting this way when Leia is there. He's shooting over here. That guy's not shooting anything. He's just pointing. And Leia is shooting at a wall where no one is. Also, don't you love the like the cross chest point? Yeah. Like, it's it's the uh the Alexander DeCrow like no. uh, Hello, over there. She's over there, right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, what are you doing? I don't know. Have you seen human beings? Also, uh, how long is that guy's thumb? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, 
Yeah. That's a Rick big, that's a, that's a really long creepy Is he all the way through the trigger guard and then wrapped around back onto the handle? I'm at the guy pointing. Oh, I'm talking about, look at the guy with his finger on the trigger. I mean, that's a big thumb, don't get me wrong, but like, look at the guy who's pointing and look at the thumb below the index finger that is also pointing. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second to even process that as a thumb, because. but you're right, he's got this, he's pointing like this, and his thumb is as long as the index finger. Yeah, it's really upsetting. <laughs> he's pointing like, like this, like I'm pinching your head. I was going to say, he's in the hall, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, then we get a real, real, did uh, Infantino decide to get artsy on this one with this weird, uh, on the next page, this weird deep focus shot here where we're looking past the single eye of the guy with the headphones on back at uh, Corwith. Yeah. And he's saying, like, we've lost the rebel spy. She jumped into a garbage elevator. <laughs> And they're like, well, should we stop that? He's like, are you crazy? That's the means of production, son. Don't you know this is a factory planet? What, oh, wait, hold on. Are you saying she's seized the means of production? That can't be good for a totalitarian state. No. <laughs> I do love the idea about like, well, she's just loose in our machinery. Should we stop it? No, let's not. Let's keep it going because we're. let's hope she doesn't do any damage and we can still like meet the quota today. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, his exact line is, that would be doing the Alliance's work for them, you fool. Even my information control couldn't hide something like that. So the idea is that, like, they wouldn't meet their quota, which is yeah. what the Alliance wants. When is that Vader, Leia's plan? <laughs> when Vader is checking off things on the, the clipboard, he's like, what's this? Metalorn was below quota. I love the idea that, like, Vader is the one who has to check those spreadsheets. Well, he's got to do the final task. I mean, you've got other people, but it's like, I can't give this to the Emperor unless I do a once-over. Let me see. He gets out his little reading glasses. Let's see here. Okay. <laughs> his little reading glasses on top of his mask. Uh, on the helmet. Yeah, it's on the helmet. So... Let's see here. Two, four. Wait a minute. <laughs> And you know they would be on that little chain that connects his cape. He just like lifts him up as his bifocals. He is getting on years, uh, you know. My I have bad I, depth I, perception. Yeah. <laughs> no arms, no legs, and bad eyesight. I am fine with things that are far away. I can still read stop signs. I'm good to drive. Yeah. No, Doc. I don't need glasses all the time, okay? I don't want to look like a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I look positively goofy. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yes. The, the, once again, what are they? what is the factory doing? Or, something with ore? Of course, you know, which is, I mean, which is obviously about as vague as it gets. You might as well just say metal. It's a metal factory. It makes rocks, yeah. Uh, but they're still tracking her. They uh, are saying, our instruments are saying she's still in the ore conveyor, sir. She must intend on sabotage of the furnaces. <laughs> Can't have that. I don't know what these furnaces do. They have something to do with ore. I'm guessing this is a smelting operation of some Well, kind. they do say that they're going to send troopers to cut her off at Smelter Bay 5. Okay, okay, okay. So we're, we're slowly narrowing down what this place does. It's a it lot has something of, yeah. to do with smelting. Well, this is this is really top-level writing, Gergoni. All right? They're not just going to come out and say it. They can't be on the nose. We, have a, we as an audience have to put this together. Mm. 
You know what a bunch of miners would dress like? White, skin-tight jumpsuits. A hundred percent, (laughs) yeah. I do like when the governor goes, well, I'll just show you, Baron. And the the stormtrooper's like, yeah, he left. (laughs) 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 He he left so long ago, man. (laughs) It's like... Uh, the, the governor was like not even paying attention and just like while the alarms are going off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Baron Tag was just like, ah, uh, yeah, I've seen enough here. <laughs> just <laughs> dipped. And then we uh, we go to the next page. He's like, that's strange. I didn't take him for a total coward. <laughs> Maybe Perhaps that was before his run in with Vader. Yeah, that really screwed him up, man. That probably turned him into a real scaredy cat. Which And we get a note here from Mr. Goodwin himself uh, with the asterisk, a tale yet to be chronicled. I did like that because it promises me that we are going to get that story. And that it will be chronicled. Yeah. <laughs> the Chronicles of Baron Tag. Wasn't that one of the spinoffs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wish. I uh, anyway, I do like, anyway, we have better things to do than ponder the aristocratic psyche. Nah, like, like, like that's a, a rare moment of Star Wars characters. Like, nah, 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 never mind. Get back to like, nah, I had a thought, but just keep keep working, everybody. So they're yeah. at Smelter Bay Five now, and once again, this is where they do not. They're like, we've got her covered because we're tracking. Do you mind? They're not tracking her. They're tracking the gun she's holding, and they are really counting on. There's no way in hell that that woman would have dropped that gun, even though we established in the first mention of her on this base that she killed someone using glue (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't need a gun uh i like on this last page where they're waiting for the thing to come around the stormtrooper is facing the other direction i mean i don't know what's going on with that stormtrooper his arms are straight down at his side i think you can kind of see his hand like yeah at a 90 degree angle (laughs) to his arm it's, it, I don't, is he supposed to be climbing down that ladder? Nothing about his physics. He has one hand kind of on the ladder, but yeah. nothing about the physicality says he's like stepping down on it or anything. Oh, wait, no, I've got it, John. This stor- particular stormtrooper is just super tall and he's got bad knees, so he's using that ladder for support. He's just walking <laughs> past. Well, before the Empire took over, I was the one of the Harlem Globetrotters, but, uh, yeah, this is, uh, Stormtrooper Kareem Abdul Jabbar is who this is. <laughs> Yeah, Trooper Abdul-Jabbar. Um, <laughs> talk about the sport goggles. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, to be clear, would never be a stormtrooper. He is a well-thinking, enlightened individual. Incredibly, man. Yeah. Read his mystery novels. They're really good. Um, <laughs> really? It sounds like a joke, but it's they're, God's they're actually, truth. They're actually very good. He was also a writer on Veronica Mars. Um he also has an amazing Substack. I highly recommend following. Yeah, and then any I I love any of his uh, columns for uh, it's, I think it's the Hollywood Reporter. He writes. He's like a guest columnist for. Yeah, really smart, <laughs> awesome guy. Um, anyway, I don't know how we got on this track. Oh, because he's really sure, tall. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I do. This is pretty good. All the stormtroopers firing. I don't know why they have these blasters with these weird little roofs on them, but um, why would they be firing? blindly well they are they are stormtroopers I know but it's just like look they said stormtrooper standards this is stupid okay so on the previous page it says uh, the next car will be the one set all blasters at low level and tested we want to destroy the woman not the conveyor at my command yeah fire fire is the next yeah and then there we get a a distinct Vidal Bacow and Shatoom uh but they're firing 
the timing of this works out. So like the, the Imperial officer who's here is having them fire regardless of what's actually in the conveyor. Despite the fact he's like, we don't want to damage the conveyor. Right. So what are they aiming at? (laughs) Nothing is the answer. Uh, That's exactly right. Yeah. Cause Leia's not here. Is yeah, no, yes, yes. But also, uh, one thing the comic loves to do, and I understand that they want to add vision and stuff like that, but I'm always weirded out by the blasters smoking in this comic. Like, you never see that in the movies. You see them heat up, they'll, they'll turn like red from mm-hmm. the heat of it, but you don't see smoke come out of them. No, and we have a very anime moment with the Imperial officer here, where his eyes get all dark as he realizes they fucked up. Yeah, and, and it's like, oh, look, she's not in there, just the weapon. None of us ever considered this. Shut They've been bamboozled by science. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and then I love. Then it's like, oh, I get it. Tag must have known the weapon detection system would fail us, and that's why he left. In point of fact, the weapon detection system worked exactly as uh, designed. That's exactly what this guy says. And then yeah. the governor's like, "Do you think I need to hear that right now?" <laughs> Find, find her. her if it takes every stormtrooper on Metalorn. Find that rebel witch. I love rebel witch. That's great. <laughs> find that rebel witch. Rebel witch is my new band name. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just hit me. Governor uh, Cromwell looks exactly like Captain Kangaroo. Wow. <laughs> You're right. I'm trying to figure out what does he look like with that mustache and it's Captain Kangaroo. 100%. There's yep. a reference for like seven people. Yep. <laughs> Most people uh, play Captain Kangaroo Pimp now. That's different. Um, that's very different. Uh, okay, let's go to the next page yeah. where we have Leia in a service shaft. She found the Jeffrey's tubes. She sure did. <laughs> what I love about this, though, is this is like the third time in this comic that Leia has escaped merely because the stormtroopers don't look to their side. Well, they've got no peripheral vision. <laughs> That's a well-established Star Wars fact. They keep doing the same panel where she's doing something while stormtroopers go by to the side of her. I mean, it's good comic book shorthand for his barely evading capture. It is. Um, now, I'm trying to figure out the... Are we to assume... So this must be the... net Panel one is one level, and then the panel two is the level below, because she's going down a tube, then she's running from the side. Unless she's coming up from that tube and running off down oh, the corner maybe, away maybe, from it. Yeah, that's, that's got to be the... the Maybe that does make more sense, but that confused me. Either one works. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And then um, we'll go to the cafeteria on Metalorn. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the cafeteria. Yes! Uh, <laughs> I know. And I love that. Like, I love no one paying attention to security alert, by the way. That does actually make <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, they're trying to pass it off as, like, this is all some kind of test. Don't mind the alarms and yeah. all the stormtroopers running around. Yeah. And they're like, okay, whatever. We'll just keep eating our food. Which, by the way, um, is mush except for this apple. So we've already established that this planet has, like, no growing things on it. Its factories have destroyed. And yet they have apples for lunch? Uh, yeah. And Star Wars doesn't have a matter replicator like Star Star Trek where you can just make anything happen. So right. like, that means they're shipping apples to this planet. Why would they do that? Unless these apples are, like, mineral-based and they grow and can be excavated out of the dirt. Like some kind of ruby potato. Now that's fascinating. 
and you're putting <laughs> way more thought into it than these people did. Well, and, look, okay, so she's having her like protein slurry and ruby potatoes, yeah, and that's what she's got for lunch. Yeah, and Leia's back, and she's got her their little hood up again because I guess she's back undercover, and she's here to talk to Arn Harada. So this is Leia. This is where I started getting confused because yeah. we got that woman who's the mother of Tammy earlier in the issue, right. who looks exactly like this. Correct. <laughs> but this is Leia, and we know okay. this because she will introduce herself as Leia. Because That's he's fair. Like, hey, are you Arn Harad? And he's like, Do I know you? You're, you're not on my shift. Yeah. And then uh, she's immediately like, Do you remember when you were on Alderaan and you met a girl named Leia? That's me. And he's like, Get away from me. You're trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> I love this. Is, they default to old man as wizard so much in this comic. Look at this total. <laughs> Why does this guy have a wizard? Like, not even a wizard beard, it's a wizard goatee. Yeah, there's some Merlin going on here. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be curious to see if Inventino ever drew like Black Knight or like oh, uh, yeah. Captain Captain Britain, and if Merlin showed up and he looked I, exactly like this. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, by the way, I did once again. His and he really would. I would love to have him. Well, he's long dead, but um, <laughs> he he needed to take anatomy classes because I. A, a, a woman's body should not have the shapes that are on Leia's body. Uh, trapezoids? Tra- trapezoids <laughs> is big. And then I just got to say, this last panel, the space between her breasts. <laughs> oh, is, yeah. They're going in opposite directions. They're, yeah. They're going. <laughs> yeah. And look, that, people's bodies be. do weird stuff, but the way the, the, just, the skin tight like, white outfit shouldn't allow for that. No. Yes, people's <laughs> bodies do, but like this implies that the, whatever this stuff is doing is pulling them apart, which seems very uncomfortable. You know, I think it's probably just the will of the force, John. Um, but look at this beating everybody. Here's Baron Tag firing up his lightsaber, which looks like a just a fire igniting from it. And he's immediately calling Leia out on her bullshit because he's just like, "So you're recruiting this old man to start the rebellion on Metalorn, huh?" Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Interloper! Uh, and then yeah, he might... Like, You're Baron Tag. Because of course you are. I've heard about the guy with the crazy glasses and the lightsaber. And the cape I mean... is always billowing. <laughs> Baron Tag. God, he's just such a Marvel villain-looking motherfucker. Really? <laughs> he really is. You could never do this guy in live action. You'd have to radically change everything about him. Yeah, and like, look... Lando, you ain't. You, some people just can't no. pull off a cape. No, and this guy, yeah, it. He's just. It's too much. It's too much. Tag. You know. What I mean, it's like yeah. it's just too much, man. I think without the cape, this look would work a little bit better. A little bit better. Yes, I agree. Um, but yeah, the cape really is. It's 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 extra. Uh, I thought uh, someone should be waiting when you contacted your old instructor. Like, once again, this guy is suddenly like this mentor character for Leia. And I like everyone's running around. He's just like, well, I just went right to the guy you were probably looking for and waited. And then you showed up. <laughs> and the <laughs> only reason he knows is because of a convoluted series of, I mean, this is just as convoluted as like, I got memory implants about this yeah. place. He got a voice print from yep. the recording of the stormtrooper she killed with the glue mm-hmm. one that was identified from known enemies files so like 
Yeah. The Empire has recordings of Leia's voice. I guess that's not unrealistic. She was a senator. Like, there's yeah. probably recordings yeah. of her talking. Right. Yeah. The idea that the Stormtrooper was recording their conversation. Well, they have body and- cams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So they're uh, a, a more responsible <laughs> Imperial Stormtrooper is yeah. having their body cam turned on. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I will review the body cam footage and decide if it was a righteous shoot. Uh- <laughs> John, yeah. this is the Imperial Galactic yeah. Empire. Yeah. They were always coming right at us. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, and, and I like he's like, now put these cuffs on. Uh, yeah, and even he says, he's calling out like what the readers are thinking. I was just like, why would you try to recruit some broken, useless former historian? That yeah. seems ridiculous, but I'll worry about that once you're in front of the Emperor. What I love is, we don't have an answer. No. He's just like, I understand why you recruit that old man. You know what? Don't even tell me. And Leia's response is, since he wouldn't understand any more than you do, let's not even bother with the trip. And throws soup in his face. And the doofiest looking look on Leia's face. Look at that. Her? Haru. Uh, yeah, her arms suddenly get like eight inches longer. And all of the freaking Aryan motherfuckers in the background look on and startled horror. Okay, look at those faces. That is the same man and woman. Yes. Repeated. It's Correct. unacceptable. And yet, <laughs> when we turn the page, the one thing his visor couldn't account for, slop or something in it. I don't know what uh, <laughs> it was the it was the gruel and yeah. Leia didn't want any more. Yeah. Blast you woman for that, he says on the next page. You'll visit the Emperor as a corpse. And then he just proceeds to embarrass himself for the rest of the page. Yeah, Leia kicks a stool into his shin. <laughs> no, damn, ooh, ooh, that smarts. Uh, and then, yeah, handcuff or you know, cuffs his ankle to the table. And Actually, he- sorry, no, it was the old man who kicked the chair into his shin. Oh, good, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. And then, yes, she handcuffs him his ankle to the table, and he is bested, sir. He has a lightsaber. <laughs> How hurt <laughs> this? Uh, I do like, he goes, that's one of the enemies of the Emperor. And this guy's like, oh, but the Emperor has no enemies. The daily information broadcast assures us of this. Right, because there was the whole thing that the governor said earlier. It's just like, look, there are no rebels here. I tell my people that we've eliminated all rebellion threats. Yeah. So the people here... Basically, there is no war in Bossing Say. They believe there couldn't possibly be an enemy here. Right. And it's just it is just like, damn it, our own propaganda used against us. Christ. Yeah. yeah. Hoisted by your own petard. Uh, uh yeah. So uh okay. and then he remembers he has a lightsaber. Oh, right. I have a thing <laughs> that is famously described, even as just the one movie that's been made, as being able to cut through anything. So <laughs> I'll wait. Do you know what's not a cool look, though? The turn back to, like, hold on, I gotta get this thing. <laughs> Let me just... Oh, no, hold it still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Move, you misinformed dolts. Clear Dolt. my way to the nearest trapezoidal exit. Uh, that's where she was headed. Well, the exit is clear because there's literally nothing else in the panel. There yeah, is a floor, well. a wall, and a white square. 
and that's where he's headed. Yep. Uh, to go finish his date with Ramona Flowers. Yeah. Um, now, okay. Now, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a floating door with a star on it. Um, yeah. But uh, okay, so now this is Tammy, but this is still Leia, but it looks exactly like Tammy talking to her mother. And also, Tammy looks like a tiny Prince Valiant. It's it's Luke Skywalker's face. It absolutely is the face <laughs> for Luke Skywalker. And this child is just nonplussed with yeah. Leia's conversation with her about like, hey, you gave me cover, young lady. Yeah. I don't know when she did that. I guess just the hug. Let her hide. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's because Yeah. It's like in an espionage movie where people just start kissing to make guards go past them, I guess, is the idea. Sure. Like, I'm a mother. Well, it helps that she looks exactly like her mother. But to be fair, all women on this planet look alike. So, uh, okay. And they all look like Leia, so that helps. But we're also... Yeah. The, the comic... Nothing happens with the old man. We're to believe that this moment is what makes this mission worth it. Because she's going to inspire this little girl to keep planting things. Something she was already doing in the first place. And that will yeah. be the hope of the rebellion. May the force Ooh, be with you. The force. Yeah. Oh, that's dumb too. You don't know what the force? I mean, maybe, but like the force is well known. Now the Jedi are kind of myth, which I do agree kind of makes no sense when people talk about like it hasn't been that long. But all right, let's go with that. Let's say you don't know about the Jedi. Isn't the force a known thing? The force. Yeah, it would be like saying, like, okay, maybe people don't know who the Jesuits are anymore, but they've completely lost the concept of God? Right, yes, that's it. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, yes, the the the, the, the sect or whatever is gone, but the mm-hmm. concept is there because you never meet anyone in Star Wars who doesn't know about the Force, really. Right, exactly. I mean, even, even if you're on Solo going, like, that doesn't exist, it's still, like, common knowledge. Right, and even the like the rebel generals are like, "Hey, may the force be with us." Not right. even they don't even say that, thinking anyone <laughs> around can use the force. No, that's not like saying "God bless you" or something like that, yeah. or you know, "I'll keep you in my prayers" or whatever. Godspeed, you crazy bastard! Godspeed, perfect example. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we know hell exists because everybody flips out about that Han Solo line in Empire. Um, uh, well, there's a particular planet that is. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, or I'm just willing to say that's a colloquial phrase that's commonplace. I don't know. Just means the bad place you go if you're bad when yeah. you die. Yeah, I don't. I don't literally think he's referring to the Christian hell. I, I think it's just a catch-all. It is the uh, the uh, Episcopal hell. There is the great Satan that dwells yep. below. Yeah. <laughs> I love Star Wars, Aiden. And so, yeah, she takes off, having inspired this girl, I guess, to keep doing what she was already doing. Um, and then we turn the page, and Corwin is so upset. He's Leo got her right here on my planet. Grr. And she slipped through my fingers. And then immediately, I blame you for this tag. <laughs> Keeping her presence secret so that you could regain the Emperor's favor by capturing her yourself. I mean, look, he's not wrong but also how did tag tag didn't have time to like say hey i think i know where leia's going did he no but he did just kind of like peace out while everybody was like running around he was just kind of like i'm gonna play a hunch yeah yeah and again pure happenstance that he was even here to begin with well that's yeah that's that's the ultimate but i do uh i do think uh you know look they can both be at fault because they both suck uh (laughs) 
Yeah, and then we have this bit where the governor's like, look, at least we can execute that old man. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that'll be pretty sweet, right? You want to go hang that old guy while we're at it? Um, And then tag with the rejoinder like, any retaliation to him is like an admission that you lied about the rebellion, and the Empire quakes in fear of it. And the governor's like, but I'm the governor! I can just do something, can't I? (laughs) Oh... I love Tag's line here, though, when he's like, yes, you can keep quiet. Not trouble the Emperor or Metalorn citizens any more than they already are. That's my advice. And even if it's wrong, the nice thing about it is you won't be any worse off than you are right now. What I love about this, though, is like Tag is only slightly less incompetent than this guy. I mean, in this issue, I think the real incompetence comes from... Tag having soup thrown in his face and having a chair kicked into yeah. his shin. No, he's actually pretty smart, but yeah, once it, he seems to not really uh, be able to back up his uh, fighting prowess that he claimed. No, no, no. He's no, lost no. every fight we've ever seen him in. Correct. And like, and like embarrassingly so. Old man kicked a chair into his shin. Like, yeah. that's. <laughs> guy cannot talk about being a badass after that. Come on. Even with his vaunted cybervision, he couldn't notice Leia behind her child. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah. His cybervision did nothing for him in this. And in fact, actively was to his own detriment because he got gunk in it. You would think that he would have like a RoboCop kind of like readout where like facial recognition software pinging on people he's seeing. But no. No, that would have been cool. (laughs) But no. Meanwhile... (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, they're flying away. They escaped uh, her and Captain Dugan. <sighs> Too and bad even... Baron Tag ruined the mission before you could talk with Professor Harada. Yeah, and then I believe the important part of the mission was accomplished. So basically he's going like, so nothing happened? She's like, I don't know. I wouldn't exactly say that. I love Dugan's response here. It's like, with all due respect, Leia, how? Nothing was sabotaged. No resistance force established. What different about what's different about Metalorn now than before we arrived? He's not wrong. Except that a young girl, Tammy, is planting seeds. And look, I appreciate the metaphor here. Yes. But- I mean it's classic Star Wars, right? It's like I brought them hope. It's the end of Rogue One, which is infinitely better, you know, yeah. of course, with the just like that it's hope. You know, the whole idea, but it's like, I don't know. Like I said, this girl was already doing this. And, like, they weren't unaware that that the rebellion existed. They make it seem like it's like, well, now we showed them that there's a rebellion. They knew that. Yeah. But they were also under the impression, they're they're still under the impression that the Empire is not threatened by the rebellion in any way, shape, or form. Leia has done nothing to dissuade them of that. (laughs) Right, yeah. It's like, well, because a lot of people, only a couple people saw Leia. It's not like all of a sudden everybody's like, oh my God, look at what Princess Leia has done to them. It's more just like, what? Leia was here? Oh, that's cool. And I guess like the people who might have been inspired by her are the old man and the young girl. Because the old man actually did participate in an act of rebellion when he kicked the chair. Um, Yeah. And the. do something more impactful to make this point work yeah and i guess a chair if we had cut two scenes of both tammy planting seeds and the old man like telling stories about alderaan yeah and like it was like 
if we just had the one panel of him going like, let me tell you a story about Bail Organa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think that... Yeah, we don't know Bail Organa exists at this point, but sure. Um, We've gotten his name dropped. Did they say Bail Organa? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then, yeah. And we, we know that, like, her dad, uh, Leia's dad was, like, an important figure. We did. We did that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she's a princess. Um, So, yeah. then, you know, then play. But, like, the, yes, we need some sort of thing that implies this is spreading. Instead, we just get a girl plants a thing, which, once again, she was going to, she was already doing that. This just is, like, she just basically got confirmation that that's cool. Yeah. Because uh, as, as the captioning says, and on the Imperial-controlled factory planet left behind, a young girl sneaks away from her instruction unit during the play period. A young girl named Tammy. She plants seeds. Task <laughs> accomplished. She sits down and waits. Waits for her seeds to grow. Patiently. Hopefully. Yeah. She was then immediately shot by stormtroopers. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what really helps rebellions? Yeah. Sitting and waiting for stuff to happen without that, your direct that, intervention. That's the saddest part of this whole thing to me, is that she's <laughs> going to just I'm going to wait and watch this grow. Oh, girl. Um, but if there was some lesson here about, like, well, seeds need to be tended to and nurtured and yeah. helped grow into something that might bear yeah, fruit one day. Here, but there's, they don't have the yeah. time or inclination to do that. Once again, there's like there's like the shading of a good story in this, but it's just not. There's no details to it or anything. Yeah. Uh, it's a bummer because, of course, I also am excited about, and we have talked about. Uh, we're both fans of the uh, the Mark Wade uh, Leia miniseries they did a couple years ago, which is a really good Leia story, and they've done a lot of good Leia stories in the Star Wars comic proper over the last several years. Yeah, um, absolutely, because she's a super interesting character. There's a lot to character. mine there for character work. Absolutely, yeah, but here they're just not, I mean, and I understand, but still, I can expect yeah. a little better. This is just like, once again, I left this going like, oh, so nothing happened this week. Basically. John, you're expecting a little better when the banner at the bottom of the page says return to Tatooine? Or, no, I don't expect that. <laughs> I, I know to expect, you know, I, went, I saw this and went, oh, God, <laughs> why, why not? Yeah, I didn't realize that the franchise has literally always just been any, any way to get us back to Tatooine. If you thought this issue accomplished nothing, strap yeah. in. <laughs> Next issue says, hold my beer. Because uh, <laughs> look out. Uh, we're going back to Tatooine, folks. We're going back to Tatooine. Uh, there's going to be some rebellion on the desert planet, and I'm sure everyone will be fine. <laughs> I feel like everything Peter's out of that. I'm, I'm sure. I know. Look, yeah. we are eight issues away from beginning our coverage of Empire Strikes yeah. Back. So we are like seriously in holding pattern mode here until we get there. 100%. Uh, and I can't so, wait to see what, how this whole comic changes based on all the new information they get from Empire. Right. Uh, we'll get there soon enough, though. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for issue number 30 here. Indeed. And if you want more from us, uh, uh, this show and everything on the Punch Up Entertainment Network, you should head over to our Podbean Patreon page, which is patron.podbean.com slash punch up. Once again, that's patron or uh, pod, was it patron.podbean.com. There it is. Uh, yeah. Slash punch up. There you can get cool exclusive bonus content as well as help support the show and all the shows on the Punch Up Entertainment Network. And of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, which we just sort of say is the you know, the 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 way to watch, the definitive way to watch, because you can actually watch the comic along with us. But if you're doing that already, uh, then make sure you uh, like, comment, and subscribe, and ring the bell for notifications. 
Absolutely. And uh, comment below. Let us know what you think. Uh, what are your favorite Leia stories? Let me know. Do you Are you a fan of like the Bloodline novel by Claudia Gray? Do you like the, the Mark Wade Leia run? Uh, there are lots and lots of Leia comics that happened during the Dark Horse era as well. Uh, are you a fan of Leia as mom uh, when it comes to like uh, the, the 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 nascent Skywalker twins that never were or even as Ben Solo's mom? There's not a lot of stories <clears throat> with that particular relationship, but um, argue that didn't go well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, make sure to, to check that out below. But I think I think that's going to do it for this week's episode, Gurgani. Absolutely, it will. And as always, I have been Mike Gurgani. I'm John Campbell. And remember, may the panel be with you. Thank you.